1: Exactly.
2: <laughs> that, uh, hey, oh. I think he's supposed to say, like, hey, oh, in that voice, right? Doesn't that work?
1: No, yeah. No. <laughs> <Bars.
3: laughs> Wow. wow. This shit is.
1: <laughs> 21, 22, 23.
2: Yeah. Look, that damn dude threw off our whole intro. <laughs>
4: it was amazing. That's how great it was. <laughs> this shit was great. It was greatness. <laughs>
3: Hold
4: on. <laughs> <Man> <laughs> deserves a round of applause. <laughs> Baby, make that
3: ass clap. Whoa.
4: Welcome to uh, this week's episode of the <laughs> Vexed Intellect. <laughs> Quarantine day. Wow. <laughs> I blew that.
2: Are you quarantining or are you uh, a civil liberties type of guy?
4: This is a miracle.
2: Not letting a man keep you down. Exactly.
4: I am absolutely (laughs) quarantining, sir. I'll have you know. Mm, Okay.
2: (laughs) Got it. (laughs) It's James the St. James.
5: Jared Dam, Mr. Dam himself.
3: It's your boy it's a, uh, Tio. Oh, I got applause. Call. I got. I had to, I had to let him get his claps in. I wanna, was thinking about it. I want to
4: step on <laughs> his claps. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and we,
4: are the vexed Intellects. gentlemen, how we doing this week? Better okay. than last week. Damn. Damn, <laughs> hey, Okay. Want to talk about it? <laughs> um, yeah.
3: No man, you know, (laughs) Jared uh, set the tone last last podcast. You know, hanging in there, man. Wow, man, he needs to get his
2: intro 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 tone. I think man.
4: Mm. (laughs) Gotcha. How's everyone else's week?
2: (laughs) Good man.
5: Good. Good. Got a chance to see my mom. Nice. Kids off. Back. Back single. (laughs) So
1: single, single
5: <laughs> life.
2: Can't wait for that first Friday I know Hey, hey, Get out there in the streets a little bit Yeah
4: And we are the Vexed Intellects um, Before we get started Man, I just wanted to uh, Send prayers And condolences um, We lost two, two legends, man Two goats this week uh, Reverend uh, C.T. Vivian And um, Representative John Lewis. Uh, These are two giants, man, of the civil rights movement. Uh, They both were freedom riders. They were arrested on the same day in 1961, and they died on the same day in 2020. So um, two giants, two giants. um, They fought the good fight, man. Uh, As John Lewis would say, they caused good trouble. (laughs) And so uh, before we did anything else, man, I just wanted to send a a quick uh, shout out, man, and prayers uh, and condolences to their families, man, and and all the lives that they've touched uh, for sure. Um, Today's day is July 23rd, 2020, and our word of the day is... Mirabilia Mirabilia It is uh, of Latin origin It means marvels Or miracles Mirabilia As I stated Today's day Is July 23rd, 2020 And I have a few fun facts For the day Uh, On this day in 1904 uh, The ice cream cone Was created during uh, the St. Louis World Fair first cone uh, reputedly by Charles E. Minches. Shout out ass cracks. <laughs> um, I was waiting.
2: I was like, I
4: wonder if it's coming. Yeah, it's coming. You knew that. Uh, on this day in 1967, the first successful liver transplant uh, on a 19-month-old girl, Julie Rodriguez by Dr. Starzl at the University of Colorado. On this day in 1984, Vanessa Williams the first uh, african-american Miss America resigned due to posting nude I saw that <laughs> <laughs> <Me too>. so <laughs> and lastly all right and lastly uh, on this day in 2015 the Supreme Court rejected Bill Cosby's petition against a civil case of his alleged sexual assault of a 15 year old girl at the Playboy Mansion in 1974. All right, I think that is a great time to get into. First things
3: first. Five.
5: All right, gentlemen, we start first with Agent Orange. Trump says that he plans on sending unmarked federal agents to more cities, specifically Democrat cities. Uh, as as you may have known, Trump was, Trump has praised these unmarked troops that he sent to Portland following major demonstrations in the city, uh, and said he wanted to do do that for, um, for more federal uh, law enforcement undercover to, to also detain and uh, you know create order for cities such as New York, Chicago, Philadelphia, Detroit, Baltimore, Oakland, in Oakland. Which is is really weird. Looking at a a TikTok for this gentleman, I I, I saw that one of the protesters is is, going to say a cry for help as as in Portland. Did not find these people, they can't get any answers from um, Homeland Security. It's really a bit of a problem. Gentlemen, what are your thoughts on what Agent Orange is doing now? Disgusting.
4: Absolutely, by God, disgusting. Um, And did you say unmarked? (laughs) Uh, Unmarked police, huh? Like an unmarked car? Yeah. Yeah, um, Yeah. It's disgusting, man. You talk about fascism. You talk about the Hitler playbook. Man, you send in militarized federal agents to to go and crack heads, man, in American cities, bro, in the streets, for people that are peacefully uh, organizing and, and protesting. That is disgusting. Anytime I'm going to Chicago. Yeah, boy, yeah. I hope them them some boys on the South Side. Ratatat, ratatat. They ain't going to Chicago. They
3: might
2: <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's it's uh you know, it's a totalitarian playbook. Cinnamon Square, you know, lots of things in the past have reflected this, like you said, with fascism. The other thing I think about is um it's you know, people always talk about the Confederacy and long live the Confederate states. And they talk about it being about states' rights, you know, but those same folks that are always championing states' rights, you you don't see them out here saying it's wrong because the federal government is now sending out troops trampling on uh, states' rights in this initiative because states are really supposed to request federal support not having mandated so interesting dichotomy between you know wanting to suppress um suppress protest uh and stand up for states rights at the same time as well as a uh, second amendment all that, those folks are kind of in the same soup
3: that's kind of weird though because i didn't think like like jared was saying i didn't think officers were supposed to uh identify themselves when there's situation's like that unless it's like a high Profile type of situation, like unless you're trying to infiltrate, like a a, a crime, you know, like mob or something like that. Unless you like an air marshal or something like that, like you should, it shouldn't even be lawful for you to walk around. Like I don't know, like like they unmarked, you know, and then just pulling people, like they just dumping people in vans and driving off with them.
5: Yeah, like that's crazy. yeah, white vans they rent from yeah, from enterprise, just, just throwing them in. Yeah, yeah. we done for at least okay okay, um the florida education association which is the largest teacher um, um union in florida is actually suing uh governor's dissensions uh, monday over his administration's push for to fully o- reopen all public schools next month even though as we talked about last week um the florida numbers continue to spike uh, they say that the governor needs a reality check, and uh, and we're attempting to provide one. Um, the governor needs to accept the reality of the situation here in Florida where the virus is surging out of control. I, mean, I can't say that I blame this union in Florida. I want to get your thoughts on it.
3: Florida should be opening shit, period. That's my take <laughs> on that. <Huh. laughs> right there.
2: You know, I think, you know, good good for them you know if they have the legal right legal precedent to put an injunction and stop stop it uh, based off a violation of safety for the union i think i'm glad they did it Uh, is it going to make a difference i doubt it Uh, from a political power perspective the only issue is that uh, you got to have teachers to teach the class classes if they walk out uh, it doesn't matter you know whether they have a legal basis or not so but good for them for standing up to this dumbass.
5: Three. All right. All right. Now, as y'all know, the, um, the pandemic has, has, has 40 million Americans, uh, without income, more than 25 million of those people are affected by that 600 a week federal pandemic unemployment compensation benefit the only problem is it ends on the 25th of, of this month so um there's a real concern here that you know this the situation financially uh although they're, they're trying to rush people back to work it's going to get a whole lot worse add to the fact that um congress has been deadlocked with this with the second stimulus check um you know act and you know the earliest and i mean absolute earliest that these checks may come could could even could be as far as August twenty six, um twenty seven, according to someone at CNN. So, gentlemen, what are your thoughts? are, are we heading to even more financial ruin because Congress can't get
2: their shit together? So, you know, I don't I, I don't necessarily blame Congress. You know, I blame this mixed messages being sent at the state and federal level federal not being uh, congress being the president because if folks were still socially distancing and wearing masks and washing their hands and doing the things we're supposed to be doing i think the economy would be in a lot better place we wouldn't have to rely on the 600 hundred dollar payment every week
4: yeah uh, uh, as we stated before they should have did monthly <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. they should have did monthly uh, they should have did like Canada. Should have did like a lot of the European countries. Um, uh, you know McConnell, <laughs> Moscow, Mitch, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah, boy, <laughs> <No>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, you know, what they're saying is, is they don't want to continue to give people they didn't want to do this shit in the first place uh, know that oh yeah and what they're saying is right. they don't want to provide people an incentive uh people that are making more now with the added 600 than they were you know on their regular salaries they don't want to give them an incentive to not look for jobs that's what they're saying and um it's like dude yeah you know that's bullshit you gotta if you really y'all care about the economy so much you got to keep this shit afloat that's what's floated let's let's be honest you know what i mean and Absolutely. hell i'm out here looking for a house right now and they snatching shit up left and right you know it's 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 shit like that you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. this keeping the economy afloat. why this shit ain't the bottom ain't fell out of this shit so in an election year when your platform is economy 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 <laughs> right. You want to do everything you can amidst a pandemic to keep this shit afloat. Just my thoughts.
3: I agree with that. I mean, it's kind of it seems like it's kind of counterproductive to me. I mean, because I think it's gonna get a whole lot worse when you know, like you said, it's people. Hell, it's people like myself that's still unemployed, and um you know, everybody don't have a situation where they have somebody else in the house. So, what are those people gonna do? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Two.
5: All right. On to NFL news, but not the good kind. The NFL Player Association revealed that ninety-five players have, have tested positive um for COVID on its website this past Tuesday. And the and the NFLPA official said that um it's a cumulative number and the and the league at the league begins um testing when training camp starts for for a two week stretch. Now There've been a lot of players that have have uh, have been vocal about the fact that um, they're looking more than be concerned. They want to play football, much like Russell Wilson. I think mean, I think mean, his his tweet kind of kind of comes to mind first. Um, how you know he, he wants to play football, but has a pregnant wife at home, and in in the NFL, is not doing things like the like the NBA to try to to make make sure that players are being safe, you know, gentlemen. I want football as well as anybody else. But do you see a way that football could be played in 2020 nope. to be safe?
4: Nope. <laughs> because it's not like the <laughs> NBA where you can do a bubble. It's not like the, you know, you know Major League right. Soccer. You know, these these ports have smaller rosters. You know what I'm saying? So you can put them in concentrated areas. Um, and, um you know, keep them kind of isolated, you know, the NFL, you got to think these are 53 man rosters, you know what I'm saying? with practice squads and all of that shit. So, and not to mention staff, not to mention, you know, medical, like that's a lot of people, that's a lot of people and it's contact, you know? So unlike the NBA and all those, like, you know, spitting, <laughs> yeah. you know, like it's, it's just, it's a different mm-hmm. dynamic, man. I really don't like college football. For real probably ain't gonna make it But the NFL I, I don't see how you do it
3: I just I can't see it I don't see how college yeah. gonna make it either I mean, like ah. It's full full on contact um, Yeah you know I,
2: I think they are Seeing this as an acceptable risk uh, You know players getting sick and dying a, a small percentage of players getting sick and dying Are an acceptable risk for them to go ahead and open up Open up the season it's unfortunate but that's the way they're approaching it. Yeah.
3: Damn, we about to be done. One. <laughs>
2: and
5: and finally, a twenty nine year old Jenna Lisa Lawrence actually shot her estranged boyfriend early on Saturday on Grisby Street after he refused to argue with her. <laughs> oh you <Lord be laughs> say that the victim sustained a single gunshot wound to the body and was rushed to a local hospital where he's currently in critical condition. Um now it's said that, that Miss Lawrence is, is 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 facing a charge of second degree murder if 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 he if this if this man dies and it's most likely fled to her hometown of Dallas, Texas. Still and I am sad to say that this incident <laughs> took place in Streetport, Louisiana.
3: Shout Shut up out out <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> children. what are your thoughts on
4: that? wait so we we getting shot now for not arguing that's what's going on can't win with these guys man can't win can't win they're not playing out here nah didn't we just talk I about that uh last podcast yeah like two podcasts ago about you know not arguing with men with you know I mean with women you know as a man you know if you want to maintain respect and order in the relationship, you ain't supposed to argue with her. So that man was, you know, being a kang and not engaging. Mm-hmm. You know, he was letting her get that off and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't, he was, he did not engage. Yeah, I'm not
3: laughing at him, but. Yeah, that's right.
4: <laughs> he,
2: he took a straight L. Yeah. You know, it was, it was funny though. Uh, damn, I was wondering how you do the name of the street. You ever been on uh, the Street? I, I, I have
5: not. I was actually reading the article. Um, actually, I, I was I was all set to deliver this until I saw uh, the report in the street four times, and I was like, "Damn these these guys are about to roast me for this." Yep, that's all right. I'll get
2: I'll get my reviews later on in this episode. Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, man. You know, it's, there's no reason. <laughs> the Only person that really is roasting you is, is the is the hater from the Northeast. I think he's better than us because uh, true, you know we're from true. the South and, and the Midwest. You know, though, you're right, you know, his family lives in Alabama, now I need
3: to talk too much. Shit. <laughs> let, me, so, let me guess this waltry, chick okay. uh, has some mental health issues that
4: hasn't been unpacked. I haven't heard anything about it yet, but Perhaps. I'm pretty sure we will. Yeah, yeah. All right, and that was first things first. Thank you, Jared Dam. Yeah, uh, we here. At the vexed intellects, love the ladies, and to show our appreciation for the ladies, we have a segment entitled "You Glow Girl," where we highlight incredible feats performed by women. Uh, I'll go first this week, uh, mine short and sweet, to the point. I'm giving my "You Glow Girl" to Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg, <laughs> A.K.A. the Notorious RBG.
1: <laughs>
4: That's right. Um. Justice Ginsburg announced that her cancer has returned, uh, but she said that she was fully able to continue her job on the Supreme Court. We need you, baby. Hold on to November. <laughs> yeah. hold, on. To longer, hold on. To longer. Long as you can. To longer. To longer. Yeah, yeah. Longer, to longer, of course. But hold on as long as you can, man. She's a fighter. Um, did y'all see her uh, documentary that she had? I think it was on I Netflix. It. Man, it was amazing. I did not. Yeah, amazing life. Like she's, oh man, she's tough. She's tough. So she's Rbg is
2: tough. I, I like
5: that
4: Yeah, Rbg. You glow yeah, girl. Is. I agree. Glow girl. You glow girl.
2: <laughs> <laughs> she used to say you glow girl with such soft and tender swag. Now we just rush
1: through it. What? <All right. laughs> I, don't I don't even know. know. Oh, <laughs> I
2: can't so, even touch uh, it Oh oh man, I can touch that, right? All 10 to swag and that we just rest through it. Oh my god. All right, cool. So uh I'm gonna go next. Wow I wanna give a shout out to Tori Miller. Uh, Tori Miller was promoted to the general manager of the Cow Park Skyhawk. Makes her the first woman to hold the title of GM in the history of the NBA G League. So uh oh, shout out to Tori that. Miller.
4: You glow, you glow girl. girl.
2: You glow,
4: girl. You glow, girl. Wait, you glow, girl. Is that how? You, is that how you want you me to put that arrow? Girl. The arrow? Hey. <laughs> you glow, girl. <laughs> you glow, girl.
3: You keep
5: glowing, girl.
3: <laughs> uh, my you glow, girl is uh, Miss Joy Ann Reed. <clears throat> Real quick, uh, Joy Ann Reed will make history as the first Black woman to host a primetime talk show. On a major network On uh, MSNBC Uh, The show is called The Readout Um, And if you were thinking like me uh, My ass thought it was Oprah But boy was I wrong Uh, I did my little research And didn't realize that But um, uh, her first two guests Is actually going to be Hillary Clinton And Joe Biden So um, get a chance check that out Uh, But Joy Ann Reed You glow girl you glow girl.
5: You glow girl. It's major, sir. So, it's there. Uh, I'm going to give my selection for you, glow girl, this week to uh, Gina Prince uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. by the Gina wood. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: What
4: was your last name? He said by the wood. By the wood. By the wood.
5: Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm with oh. it. Uh, right. Keith. Wait. Hey.
4: By the wood.
5: Yeah. I thought it might have been the <laughs> boxwood, wow. but. I don't know. Oh. Okay, I'm gonna
3: go
1: with by the wood because Do I like it. it. Do your thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> <geez. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> <Dude, laughs> it's really out the place. That's season. not. That's not, perfect, not like sir.
4: I just looked that up. That is not by the wood. You don't say. that. <laughs> Bikes. Hit it, hit it. <laughs> hit it. Oh, my God. <laughs> assumed it was wood. What is it, man? It's wood, yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> said, By the wood. <laughs> By, <Jared>. the wood. <laughs> <laughs> By the wood. By the wood of a
3: color oh, uh, Now, look. Now, now Jared, I'm going to have to give you one. Shout out to Ass
4: Cracks, man. Shit. <laughs> man. <laughs> they said,
2: like, like, that didn't <laughs> believe right, right. you. Like, know, what, <laughs>
5: You know what? That,
2: that's fair. That's fair.
5: That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm giving her. here's why I'm giving her a uglow, girl. Regardless oh. of how I at her name, I'm giving her a new little girl because she is the first black woman
4: <laughs> to tackle. This think <laughs> called by the wood?
5: He spelled like by the wood. I'm just oh, saying. Man. She's <laughs> the first oh
4: my black God.
5: woman to tackle a big budget comic book movie, <laughs> um, and uh, you tackle. know now she's had a 20. Yeah, she tackled it. Uh, she, now she's had she had a 20 year career. starting first with love and basketball. Hey. Uh, the, her latest project Yeah, yeah Her latest project, um, Old Guard Which I happened to see last week I, I very much enjoyed it um, It's definitely going to be a sequel to it So if you had not seen it on Netflix Check that out So, uh, Gina uh, You Glow Girl, this you, glow girl. you Glow Girl You
3: Glow
4: Girl
5: Wow the
4: Sheesh Alright, uh Real man of genius. <laughs> um, suspect blames COVID-19 for bank robbery. He says, I didn't get a stimulus check. <laughs> That is genius. Um, authorities say the suspect walked into the bank with his face concealed with a dark colored bandana, approached the teller and asked to make a withdrawal. The man then handed the teller a folded up piece of notebook paper that read, I didn't get a stimulus or that 10K loan. I lost my business to COVID 19, so please make this easy and comply. I don't want to hurt nobody, but will if I have to. Any suspicious moves, and I will start shooting, so please go get my money. Don't make anything noticeable. <laughs> this is the real
3: notebook. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm sorry, man.
4: Uh, I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Yeah,
3: man.
4: <laughs> yeah, boy listened to us on Pac and then went... Yo, I'm just mad that he gave her a whole synopsis. Like, a he gave world. her an essay. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen. <laughs> didn't get the he 1200. Out, like didn't he, get my
3: the like-
5: <laughs> the night before he was he was sitting with pen in his and he right. was writing oh, all.
4: Dear Slim, you still ain't called the problem.
2: road. <laughs> we can
3: do
4: this the it's easy way though, or man. the hard way. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Bank robberies seem like they're less and less effective because they keep so little money. People use cash a little these days. Yeah. So it's very interesting how much money they're actually getting.
5: Well, he's probably gonna get at least twelve hundred. That's a ten percent.
2: <laughs> right, twelve hundred
4: days in jail. <laughs> yeah, real kid of genius. Uh, <laughs> got an article. I'm gonna read a little bit uh, to y'all about. Uh, it's titled "My Black Son Sold N-word Passes to His White Friends." <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> Let me um. Read a little bit of this story. So uh, 11 years ago, my husband and I started fostering a sister and brother, Taylor and Martin, and we adopted them a year later. Our daughter was five and our son was an infant, but they are now 16 and 11 and are smart, kind and mostly well behaved kids. My husband and I are white and they are black, but we've done our best to have honest age appropriate discussions on race, our privilege and how messed up the systematic oppression and racism is in our country. Uh, I thought we had done an okay job, dot, 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 until yesterday. Taylor asked us after dinner if she could talk to us in private and showed us screenshots a friend had sent her. Apparently, Martin has been selling N-word passes to kids at his middle school for 20 to $50. It's been going on for weeks, oh, wow. and he had offered it to Taylor's friend's sisters who screenshot it and sent it to Taylor. They go to diverse schools for our area, but there are still a lot of white, non-black kids there. Taylor told us the kids have been sending Martin money via Venmo, and she thinks he's made almost $1,000. So uh, to Martin... You glow, boy. Uh,
2: No, I'm joking.
4: I'm joking. I'm joking. That is not okay. That's not okay.
2: You know what you got to do though. You got to strike while the iron is hot. Somebody said earlier.
4: Hey, man, that kid has a bright future. Uh, Now, this is problematic. (laughs) Let's let's say that first. This is problematic, and this goes to show, you know, that uh, being raised, you know, by white parents, I'm pretty sure they're doing a, a, you know, is Best job as they could, but, you know, he he didn't fully understand um, the weight of that word, especially coming from white people. You know what I'm saying? So, clearly, right? But yeah, at that age, he could. Yeah, but, I mean, shit. I don't know, though. <laughs> if they're going to call me a nigga, at least mm-hmm. get paid for yeah. it. Right? <laughs> That's what I'm
3: saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> hey, you know, hey, man, that money. business. $50 was like a whole month and a
2: half allowance for us.
3: Give me my reparations on spot. Mm
4: -hmm. Business is business. (laughs) (laughs) Momo. Skirt. All right. Real city of genius. Asheville, North Carolina officially approves reparations. Whoops. Oh, yeah. For (laughs) its black residents in unanimous vote. Hmm. So, uh, history has finally been made in the city of Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, and black people are benefiting in a major way. It has just been announced that following a unanimous voting decision, Asheville has approved reparations for the city's black residents. Um, The Asheville city council recently formally apologized for the city's historic role in slavery, discrimination and denial of basic liberties to black residents and decided to make it right by providing reparations to them and their descendants. The decision was finalized following a unanimous vote of seven to zero on July fourteenth. Uh so I just wanted to shout out uh Asheville, North Carolina, man. I thought that was dope. Yeah, but if 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 I'm correct, that's not gonna
3: be in the form of money though, right? That's gonna be um with them like uh like building the rebuilding the communities like um uh I guess developing you know what i'm saying and like i guess so, yeah, certain it's,
4: businesses it's not going to be direct payments instead the reparations will be in the form of investments yeah in yeah. the areas where black residents face disparities the resolution also calls for Asheville to create the community reparations commission which invites community groups and other local governments to join um so yeah they're going to invest but to acknowledge it though to acknowledge it and and, and to to to, to you know, monetize it in in some form or fashion. That's the thing I've noticed a lot of people, while a lot of people that are kind of on the, the reparations train right now outside of ADOS, uh, African Descendants of Slaves, uh, a lot of people are saying, I've even heard like Charlemagne and some other people saying that, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily be uh, in the form of a cash payment, but it needs to be some kind of economic benefit so if that's maybe tax-free status that's maybe free college you know it needs to be something that, that that helps you know black people descendants of you know the people that built this country um it, it needs to be something to to level the playing field if you will so
3: yeah i get it I, that's, Absolutely.
4: yeah i just wanted to no, them out.
3: i would just
5: no, I, I I was scared for a second because when T.O. said it was the money, I, I I I was like it's all gonna be something crazy like a, a free ice cream cone a Dairy Queen
3: or something. I was like <laughs> I got a little nervous. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so hey, that's good. That's good. I, I do appreciate the big knowledge there. So that's, 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 Before QB got, other, got deep, I, I had a joke, but I can't I can't do it now. Go ahead. Uh, got deep on me. I was I was, tr- I was gonna try to get it in, but no, nah, because I was gonna say for what it sounds like. To me, it sounds like the building fund at your church. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, all the black churches got a building fund, like Steve Harvey said. You ain't had a building fund for thirty years, and they ain't put a doorknob on the damn church. Mm-hmm. Like one wow, of the things I believe, Steve Harvey. I
1: If 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 it
3: is if it, if it <laughs> <laughs> one of the things, though, like I believe it when I see it, type thing. I you know. I want to see them you know not wait ten years, you know they ain't cut a tree down yet
4: to, to build something for show all right, um speaking of cities, uh Georgia mayors defy uh Governor Kemp's mask mandate ban, and it's now going to court, so uh we're all Georgia residents, I know you guys have been following this, but for those outside of Georgia. Um, the governor. So the the cities: uh, Atlanta, Augusta. What were some of the other ones? Was it Athens? Athens, yeah, Savannah. Savannah. Yeah, Savannah. Yeah. Uh, these the mayors of these cities have uh, Dunwoody, even which is a, a suburb of Metro Atlanta. Uh, they the, all the mayors in these cities have uh, passed a mask mandate, and uh, the governor is saying that that's unconstitutional. Now, for some reason, he's only going after the black. Mayor of Atlanta Keisha uh, <laughs> and Seems, that's that going to court. Seems that way Seems He's going to court Go now. figure Go. Yeah But um You know <laughs> And
2: I, he also named The city council
4: yeah. Oddly enough mm-hmm. In that suit I stand with Keisha Oh absolutely
2: Yeah absolutely Stand with Keisha. Did you guys see That uh, the the hearing Was supposed to be today And the judge Recused herself mm. <laughs> Like
4: uh, They got to her At 10 o'clock this morning Yeah they got so. to her <laughs> Wow They got yeah. to her SMH. Speaking, it, it, of it mad, was, was crazy. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
5: Oh no! I was just saying it was crazy how you know because because it all kind of started after after Trump's visit in in um Keisha's uh, comments on CNN about how, how you know Trump was you know actually you know breaking the law by not wearing a mask and and everything and and even Wolf Blitzer tried to bait her into saying something like, "Oh, you're gonna give him a citation." And she, I would give a citation to, to go back to, to go back to Washington, and you know, and after that, he kind of all snowballed from there. So, yep. I mean, he he loyal to Trump. Boy, I tell you what, he is super loyal to Trump, no matter what.
2: Yep, he must be promised some shit.
4: All right. Uh, speaking of masks, Walmart, Kroger, Publix, Target, and several other stores are uh, now. Uh, making it mandatory to wear masks uh, in, for customers in the U.S. stores. I don't know what took so long. Well, I do. I do know what took so long. Um. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, somehow masks, as we've spoken about, have become political. So, uh, <laughs> wearing a damn mask to protect yourself and others is, is a political issue now. Yep. So, um yeah, but but shout out to them for for doing that now, man. To try to get this thing under control, um, because we have idiots in this country that, you know, don't want to wear masks because America. All right, uh, speaking,
5: go ahead. Well, I was adding to that. that Walmart. They also sell out Walmart. Well, no, at, at, shout out to Walmart. Well, no, shout out to Walmart. We talked about this. That uh, they they're, they're actually um, not going to be open for Thanksgiving
4: facts it's the first time i think in what 30 years or something like that yeah 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 uh that's that's dope man that they're doing that you know because i I always felt bad for their employees i mean you know what you deal with on black friday and i don't know what this means because you know in, in years recently they've been moving like black friday up you know further and further to like five o'clock six o'clock on thanksgiving day you know what i'm saying trying to get ahead of it uh and that's that's fucked up man so you know let people enjoy their families man on thanksgiving that's personally my favorite like i don't really like commercial holidays at all uh (laughs) but you know uh thanksgiving if, if for no other reason you know just to to you know, get to congregate man with your family and just spend time Mm -hmm. with your people and eat good. I I love Thanksgiving. So it it you know, has sucked that these previous years at Walmart and like Best Buy and all these big box retailers, man, they, you know, weren't allowing their employees to, you know, spend time with their family, man. So I I thought that was dope. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So, so they, so they're closing on Thanksgiving and black Friday.
4: Are they? Or are they just I'm mean, at Oh no, just just oh, no. Thanksgiving think, Day. I'm just just Thanksgiving. the day. Yeah, just so just okay, the actual gotcha. day. You just know you day. know they 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 clean up on uh I was about to say they close on Black Friday. No, 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 no. You know, <laughs> they'll probably have to like you know better than that. they probably gonna open at midnight. Which still is crazy because yeah, that right. means that you know, unless you're gonna make them stock up like the night before Thanksgiving. Oh, I'm sure. I'm you sure. know, you're they still going go to have to make the stock people, day. you know, come in early, right? On Thanksgiving Day, you they're, know, in preparation yeah. for midnight, I I would think, right? Yeah, they're going to kill them that day I would before.
3: Think so. yeah. Like stocking.
4: yeah. Oh, yeah. There so just a quick tip, guys, uh, you know, for, for those listening. Um, the best time to buy a TV is like around Super Bowl time. You know, just just FYI, I know everybody tries to get the little because the TVs that they offer on on Black Friday, are actually like Scepter and like you know <laughs> all of those Chinese brands, the cheaper, Vizio. lower end brands. uh Well, Vizio's a, a Vizio, reputable, yeah. A video. But um, yeah, that that you know they they offer the the, the cheap brands that they you don't see throughout the rest of the year <laughs> on yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So um, and that ain't going to stop people. I know it ain't, but <laughs> just just FYI, fun fact, man, the best time to You're get a TV is around uh, Super Bowl time. Now, if we don't have an NFL season like Jared well, Dam said earlier. I,
3: I needed to hear that because I might be.
4: Yeah, the best time to oh, get it is, is, is yeah. Super Bowl, actually, because they still have uh, a lot left over, and they're trying to clear out the previous year's models and all of that. So you can still get a, a 4K or – you know, the latest technology okay. uh, at a discounted rate. So that's the best time. Cool. Cool. Yeah, man. Tricks of the trade. All right. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw this story, man. It was wild though, but a federal judge, uh, her son was fatally shot by a man to believe, uh, to be posing as a delivery driver. Um, And this is four days after this particular judge was assigned to a case that's linked to Jeffrey Epstein. Now, put your tinfoil hats on. Let's get our conspiracy on. Um, Yeah, this is uh, Judge Salas uh, out of the U.S. District Court of of New Jersey. uh, Esther Salas Mm -hmm. and uh, her son is reportedly dead after uh, suffering a, a gunshot wound. And uh, her husband is, uh, I think he's in critical condition. Uh, so, yeah, the shooter dressed up like a FedEx driver. And uh, he, he shot the, the 20-year-old and uh, shot the father as well, man. And he actually um, was found. And this is why I said the 10-4 part, because he was allegedly found uh, dead. The shooter. Uh, Due to a self-inflicted gunshot wound. So a lot of the conspiracy theorists are like, right. So he he went and did that. Killed, went after this random U.S. court judge and then (laughs) killed himself. (laughs) Right? Yeah, right. (laughs) So apparently the gunman, um, his name was Roy Den Hollander. He was also a lawyer. An attorney, yeah. Yeah, and uh, his website (laughs) calls for clients to help battle the infringement of men's rights by feminists um, <laughs> so he was fully red-pilled or, or MGTiled or something but you know you're an attorney so you know the game and you know how to fight through it I would imagine but yeah a lot mm-hmm. of conspiracy theorists man are like yeah nah
3: Yeah, that, that story was crazy when I saw it I was like yep. oh
2: <laughs> like, yeah it's definitely a TV movie in the making uh, you know somebody is put a hit out on somebody, I don't oh, know, like yeah. twenty four, or uh what's the girl? your girl's name, the black black girl. Scandal. In DC the fixer. Scandal. scandal yeah, sounds mm-hmm. like a scandal.
4: Byline. Right. You know, sounds <laughs> like something from a show for real. How to get yeah. away with murder or something. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's um, it's wild, man. You know, so prayers to that family first of all, but um. Yeah so the case in question is a case of uh, Deutsche bank which you know it has some ties to Jeffrey Epstein so man everybody uh <laughs> everybody you, involved with this case man we see your girl they have to move her every every day they said Jelaine uh, Maxwell and um telling you man that's what allegedly happened to him in jail It's boy there's some 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 very powerful people man that don't want they some make, of these secrets to get they, out
3: they making Making shit happen.
4: Yeah. Speaking of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, man, did y'all see your girl uh, Christy Teigen uh, got in some <laughs> trouble, man. So she deleted like over a million followers and like 6,000 tweets. But, you know, anything that you put on the internet, it's going to be unearthed oh, got at some that. time. So Christy Teigen mm-hmm. um, was on the flight logs for, for Jeffrey Epstein. She's one of many, you know, prominent and powerful people that's on the flight log. But... Um, she got some uh some tweets, man. It's a little suspect from back in the day. So let me try to read them real quick. Hold on. Uh, one of them said, um, "Seeing little girls do the splits half naked is just dot dot dot." I want to put myself in jail. And then she also had another tweet that said, "I'm going to jail over pizza." And if you don't understand uh, the controversy in that statement, uh, it's reference to uh, the pizza gate uh, Scandals, so which is an alleged pedophile ring um, <laughs> that they've linked uh, Hillary Clinton and a lot of other prominent Democrats to. Um, oh wow! You don't know about Pizzagate? Gate? Uh, I can't recall. Yeah, Pizza Gate story is uh is wild. Um, you know, another wild story. I don't think we talked about it um, last week, but y'all did y'all see that story on Wayfair? Wayfair controversy. (laughs) Um, Hold on. (laughs) So apparently it was an Arizona couple that helped fuel a Wayfair sex trafficking uh, conspiracy theory. So last weekend, uh, unsubstantiated conspiracy theory that online furnishing retailer Wayfair is trafficking children through listings of products with inflated prices and human names erupted on social media. So an Arizona couple uh, helped fuel the rumor by posting on Instagram that they had purchased a $17,000 desk from Wayfair and would share their experience with followers. So the theory uh, that the the, the pillows and cabinets being sold at Wayfair.com for thousands of dollars is somehow evidence of a child trafficking scheme. (laughs) Wow. It gained traction through a July 9th uh, Reddit post on a forum dedicated to discussing conspiracy theories. And uh, Maddie and Justin Thompson of, of Gilbert, uh, Arizona, are, are not convinced. There's not one person in the world who could tell me that this is not true right now, Maddie Thompson said in a 40 minute live streamed Instagram video on July 10th. This cannot be stated as false until it is proven false. Um, but, yeah, so the cabinets in question, right, would have, like, a girl's name, like, let's say like Catalina. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it would be $17,000 for some cabinets. No, ain't no cabinets, 17000 <laughs> Exactly. <waste> exactly. <laughs> so, and then there were some other products that were priced similarly, like, mm-hmm. super high for, mm-hmm. for what the actual item is. Mm-hmm. Oh, people... A conspiracy mm-hmm. theory. ain't no damn, damn conspiracy to- theory. <laughs> it's not See, a motherfuckers like to going. throw that
3: shit out there. That, you know what I'm saying? To <laughs> to throw your ass off. Everything ain't a conspiracy theory. Some shit. I mean, just fucking look at it.
4: Yeah. Come on. It's a little strange. Uh, Wayfair had came out and said basically it's it's like Amazon or or like eBay or any of these other platforms where they allow uh, private sellers to you know right basically make their own price you know and then yeah, put their own yeah. thing so they're saying that this wasn't actually from us this was you know from members which you know and of course they took oh, a man. lot of the controversial uh, <laughs> products price products down. yeah down but thought that was uh i thought damn i meant to talk about that last week yeah that, that shit was wild um, that is wild. wild. and then they were like, you had some people comparing it to like missing child databases and matching them with names on the database and everything. And see, it was like, see, see, see. so it's like it's a covert ring And the way that they're doing it is You can pay for a child under the guise that you're paying overpaying for a cabinet or a pillow or whatever. Boy, who fuck? That sounds real nasty. Oh, you Said get a chance, Google that. of that. Wayfair child. Uh, but anyway, back to Chrissy uh, Teigen. I just thought that was. Because we didn't talk about that, but so she uh, had some other tweets, man. She was like, I always it always weirds me out how strong little toddlers' tummies can look. And um oh. I aware of how absolutely disturbing that sounds.
3: <laughs>
4: she has another tweet. What's wrong with that woman. A, a belly and a shirt with a small sexy toddler on it saying number one, duh. Um, and that was in response to someone saying, what does a guy wear to a toddler's and Tierra's party? And then she had another tweet, all caps. I want pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. <laughs> um, but that's again, this is in reference to the, the pizza gate, uh, thing. Uh, she had another one that said, I woke up this morning with a pizza on my chest and ranch dressing all over me. So if you think I'm too good for this, you are sadly mistaken. Yeah, ranch dressing is, is white
1: Like <laughs> you know, Use, your, mangi-
3: use, use your imagination <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Get this ranch <laughs> Okay, Damn. sorry wow. no,
5: That's house made ranch yeah, That's right. house made
2: ranch right.
4: <laughs> Treat you
2: What are they like, yeah. uh, lemon, pepper
4: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> treat See. your chest like some some wings I'm, okay mm-hmm.
3: go ahead. yeah, yeah, all, yeah
2: all salty and buttery <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah she had one more to said a little boy in a pageant now question mark finally some eye candy for me man um, yeah so she had a lot of wild tweets man a lot of wild That's wild as (laughs) she did respond though. So she said, I actually deleted 60,000 tweets because I cannot fucking stand you idiots anymore. And I'm worried for my family finding me talking about toddlers and tiaras in 2013 and thinking you're some sort of fucking operative. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Fucking detectives that can't even do simple subtraction to see how much was deleted. That's who we are working with here. Um, when pedo just sings like a canary, if she doesn't die and we have nothing to do with this, I know for a fact, it won't go away. They'll just think of another excuse. It is extremely disheartening. I don't know how to stop this. I don't think anyone quite gets it. So yeah, that was, uh, that was wild. They were, they were bullying so she's her. She's clapping back at cancel culture, huh? Yeah. she Basically. Was, basically.
3: Oh, you um, mad? Cause somebody called you out about saying, uh, Saying toddler and eye candy in the same (laughs) damn sentence? You fucking crazy? (laughs) You
2: seem a little emotional over (laughs) there,
3: T.O. Oh, that's sick, man. T.O. here, like, say the
4: children. (laughs) That (laughs) shit's sick. Say the children children got mad. Yeah.
3: Come on. (laughs) Damn. Some sick motherfuckers.
4: All right. Um, this week in Karening, I don't really have anything, but a St. Louis couple that was charged for uh, pulling their guns out on St. protesters. Louis? So they they got charged. The St. Couple, Louis. <laughs> shout out, ass cracks. <laughs> uh, the couple who went viral after pulling their guns out on Black Lives Matter protesters have had charges filed uh, against them for the uh, the stunt. So prosecutors in St. Louis filed charges. Against Mark and Patricia McCloskey almost a month after they pulled out their guns on protesters in front of Mayor Lida Cruson's home, uh, they are each facing one count of unlawful use of a weapon as reported by KSDK. The charges Class E felony and can lead to four-year prison sentence and a fine of $10,000. Uh, now you know that they have been hailed as heroes and the uh, Missouri Attorney General said that he will drop the charges. Um, of course, but they got charged, so that's one thing. That's some
3: bullshit. That is,
4: yeah. can <laughs> just shout
2: out to my man's up there with the free roots, Mike Jones. Who? Who? To that, trying to get the exact Mike <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: Le- Jones. Got a problem with Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, trying to uh, lead the protest to get the mayor removed from office and uh, get these folks
3: charged. Uh,
2: you know, I was hoping for a better outcome. But, uh, you know, your boy, your boy, Trump, was um,
3: hey man, y'all gonna...
2: talking about he would pardon them as well.
4: <sighs> Speaking of Missouri, uh, the governor, Mike Parson, appeared on a St. Louis radio show on Friday and made some controversial remarks regarding children returning to school. He said, these kids have to get back to school. This is how I imagine he sounds. Uh, (laughs) They're at the lowest risk possible. And if they do get COVID-19, which they will, and
1: they (laughs) will
4: when they go to school, they're not going to the hospitals. They're not going to sit in doctor's offices. They're going (laughs) to go home, and they're going to get over it. (laughs) So... Uh Missouri is problematic as fuck. What's up, James? <laughs> yeah.
3: Sheesh.
2: I How about your boy, uh, man? How about you folk. There's only a couple things I can say. First, he was a rural county sheriff. He sounded just like that. That's the first. Thing. <laughs> oh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Second, I live in I live in Georgia. You know, so it's not much better. <laughs> but at least I live in the city of quote unquote. Wakanda, mm. so you know I went from bad to worse.
4: I mean, worser. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh Nick Cannon, man. Nick Cannon, did we speak on Nick Cannon last week? I don't think we talked about it, no. right? I don't yeah. think we did. Nah, we did. Right. So Nick Cannon is uh, had an interesting week, <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> um. Let me uh, play uh, the the clip that uh, got Nick. This is from his Cannons class uh, podcast, and he had a controversial uh, former public enemy member, Professor Griff on. Let me play this clip.
3: The only way they can, they they have to rob, steal, rape, kill, and fight or flight in in order to survive. Exactly. So then these people who didn't have what we
4: had, and when I say we, I speak of the Mm -hmm. melanated people. Right they had to be savages. They had to be barbaric. They had, because they're in these Nordic mountains, they're in these rough, uh, torrential environments. Mm. So they're acting as animals. So they're the ones that are actually closer to animals. They're the ones that are actually the true savages. And then they built up such this, this, I don't want to say warrior, but they built up such this, this, this conquering mm-hmm. uh, barbaric mentality. The only way they can, they, they have to rob still Okay. Um, yeah. So he got in a bit of uh, hot water for that statement, of course. Uh, and he was actually fired um, from Viacom. In uh, CBS So And then You know Viacom of, co- of course uh, Owns MTV And they had uh, His show The longest standing show Currently on MTV uh, Wild and Out And so Wild and Out Is no more Um Nick uh, Issued an apology uh, He actually Issued several Apologies yeah, yeah. <laughs> So first You know He was he was a little more You know With his chest out Like well yo Just give me my My show And you know Blah 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 And um you know, then he actually offered several other apologies after the fact. So, uh, the first of which he was like, "Anyone who knows me knows that I have no hate in my heart or no malice intentions. I do not mm-hmm. condone hate speech nor the spread of hateful rhetoric." Uh, we are living in a time when it's more important than ever to promote unity and understanding. The Black and Jewish communities have both faced enormous hatred, oppression, persecution, and prejudice for thousands of years, and in many ways have and will continue to work together to overcome these obstacles. When you look at the media. In the other sectors in our nation's history, African-Americans and the people of the Jewish community have partnered uh, to create some of the best, most revolutionary work we know today. So that was the, the nice one. And he had another one, you know, first and foremost, I extend my deepest and most sincere apologies to my Jewish brothers and sisters uh, for the hurtful and divisive words um, with Richard Griffin. He, he didn't even call him Professor Griff that time. <laughs> Uh, they reinforce the worst stereotypes of a proud and magnificent people. And I feel ashamed of the uninformed and naive place that these words came from. Uh, and of course he, um, he caught some heat because so that clip I played is, is the clip that was circulating. Uh, but what actually got him out the paint um, was his comments that he made with regards to the Rothschild. Family, which is you know, if you, if you know anything about um uh, you know the World Bank and you know the Federal Reserve and all that, the Rothschilds have forever money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he basically used that to you know he he so you know how we always talk about how we don't like when women say you know not all you know well all men ain't shit or, or niggas ain't shit or you know niggas is the weakest link or you know all yeah. basically make gross general statements he basically did that with the jewish community uh with regards to uh saying basically that they control you know all of the money um you know they're they're basically involved in like shadow banking and like you know (laughs) illuminati style you know tactics or whatever and of course you know we know a lot of jewish um men and women run a lot of the hollywood studios and everything so uh but that you know, by, by, by casting that wide net on, on Jewish people. Yeah. You can't do that because that is basically the reason that that is anti-Semitic is because that's, those are basically some of the tropes about Jewish people that were used, um, by Hitler and and by the the, the Nazis in Germany, basically, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, we're, um, you know distressed financially you know as a as a country because the jews are are hoarding all the money and they're blah 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 and that caused you know the uprising against them you know during world war ii which of course as we know got the holocaust so a lot of people again thought that he got in trouble for saying that about the nordic mountains the Caucasus mountains and and all that savagery and, and barbarism that's actually true you know i, I mean because, historically yeah. about you know the colonization you know of the world by by people from europe you know from england from you know uh spain and france like that's actually true you know what i'm saying but what got him in trouble was actually what he he said about about jewish people so um and i just wanted to explain that because a lot of us don't understand like i think that you know black people when we we say you know i'm trying to get that jewish money i'm trying to get that you know what i'm saying that 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 jewish bread or you know we there was even a song y'all remember arab money and all yeah. of that stuff like, A-Rab like money. yeah we say that kind of stuff thinking that you know it's it's a it's endearing you know what i'm saying like yo we trying to get like y'all yeah like you know we're complimenting them like yeah you know we trying to get that bread like y'all they got all the money you know what i'm saying but in reality especially with regards to jewish people man like that's You know something that they try to you know put out that like nah nah it ain't that that's not you know what it is we are you know a marginalized group we are an oppressed group, you know we we've suffered for comments like that for you know saying wild shit like that to make people think that the Jew Jewish people you know hold all the power and then hold all the money and are you know keeping other people out locking other people out so that's why that was anti-Semitic and that's why you know Nick came out and apologized. of course, you know a lot of black people because they only heard the clip that I just played. Uh, was like, well, he ain't say nothing wrong. You know what he apologizing for? Oh man, it done got to you too. You know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah. So and and Nick actually took that. Um, he took that quite hard. He he, he was posting some um cryptic messages uh, yeah. alluding to him potentially. Uh, you know, talking about committing suicide.
3: Yeah, when I saw that, man, that was that was pretty disturbing, man. Um, when I read that for the first time, I was like, yo, somebody need to check on Nick, man. You just don't post stuff like that.
2: Yeah, and traditionally, you know, you see him as a pretty upbeat, positive guy. Right. You know what I mean? And so for him to feel like the world is ending, you know, or his, or the whole world is against them. It's pretty bad. You know, you know, I I would say this, that uh, Jewish people uh, through group collective effort, collective work, uh, being early, uh, early in and passing on uh, certain pieces of knowledge when it comes to different industries, they do control a lot. Uh, You know, and because they control a lot and because they have that group collective and cooperative uh, initiative, you know, that I think as we envy. You know, we wish we had that. Are um, we were able to do that as a, a larger community? I think that uh, it's easy to tie that back to these conspiracies, you know, and it's like, um, you know, they say the dollar passes seven times between the Jewish community before it leaves the community. That is a lot of fiscal power. Uh, And it's a very easy transition to say, you know, Hey, they control everything they're behind pulling all the strings, you know, and I'll tell you that's the reason he got fired too. Uh, that, that, that power in the entertainment industry that they wield.
4: Yeah. Charlemagne actually called a a stray (laughs) because he was saying that, um, Basically, well, shit. You see, they got Nick out the paint, so obviously they do got yep. the power, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Look at it that way. <laughs> yeah, but um, he caught some heat for that, and um, of course, he actually expounded on his podcast, The Brilliant Idiots, and I actually agree with them. He basically was saying he, he was applauding the Jewish community for for having a no nonsense approach to you know anti semitism, like nah. We're not gonna let anybody get no shit off. And when you think about the Jewish community, when you think about the LGBTQ community, they be getting motherfuckers out the uh, paint out of there. Yeah. <laughs> you say some flagrant shit, we getting you out. We getting here. you out of there. Yeah, and he absolutely. basically was saying that shit. I wish it were like that for black people because how many people on television or, or prominent voices do we know that have said some some fly shit about black people and still have a job? Facts.
5: Exactly. You know what I'm almost saying? like you know celebrated. Yeah. Yeah. And like yeah. Charlamagne was saying, he,
3: he wished we were in a position right, to get motherfuckers yeah. out of there. Yeah. You know, when they say some wild, you know, you know off-base shit.
2: Yeah. It, you know, oddly enough, I didn't I didn't watch the whole, I didn't watch what he, he said, but it's kind of similar to what I said, but in a different way, right? So it's like, they wield the power. We yeah. wish we had. Yeah. You know, entertainment industry, uh, music industry, you look at music, all of the contracts and masters and things like that that they own, they have all the lawyers that represent all these folks that have had contracts written up in a way that you could, you could look at and say they were taking advantage. But you know, what I'd say is it was the industry standard contract. Now who set the industry standard? It was them. (laughs) So, you know, they own the masters. Uh, they've got, they get all the royalties. There's a lot of folks that are out here broke, Uh, where, you know, that people that may end up being Jewish lawyers have that power. There's a reason why they do that because they, they have that group thought, group cooperation, and they pass on the, the knowledge amongst their, their own. And I, and I hope that we can get to that point to where, uh, we can do that amongst ourselves. Maybe these modern day Susus is the way.
4: Yes. We should probably talk about, nah <laughs> Nah, nah Maybe not this week Yeah, yeah, not this week So I actually uh, found a thread, man, from a, a young Jewish um, woman And um, she basically breaks down, um, you know, anti-Semitism And I wanted to share it really quickly here, so She said, um, my partner and I were just discussing how a lot of black people don't have the education around anti-Semitism to fully get why Nick Cannon's rant was messed up. So let me be your black and Jewish educational fairy godmother. First, that Rothschild bank theory. That ain't real. Many Jewish people in Europe were forced to work in banking because of laws restricting them from entering other types of work. This is where the stereotypes of stingy, money grubbing, banking, et cetera, come from. Uh, But it was the racist anti-Semitic structures that pushed Jewish people into that system in the first place. This is similar to calling black people welfare queens. A system was created that locked people into place and a stereotype was invented around it. An old-timey Jewish family being rich doesn't mean that there's a conspiracy theory. It's like wealth inequality has existed for generations. Gasp. If you want to know who runs the banks, Google Bank of America and Chase. Hint. They're very white and very not Jewish. Now, as far as Nick calling Jewish people savages, I hope it's pretty obvious why this is anti-Semitic. He he didn't call Jewish people savages, actually. Uh, but anyway, I'm not going to read anymore. Um, hold on. Then Nick's whole original Semite thing. Now, that was another thing he he did. Uh, so Semitic means uh, the people from like the Middle Eastern region that that spoke like Hebrew and like the, um, yeah. you know, those other languages. And this is just me. This is an aside for, for people that want to know where that word comes from. Uh, but that's like uh, Israel, uh, Palestine. Uh, a lot of those uh countries, you know, in, in that area that, that spoke Hebrew and, and you know, like the, the the native language. That's so when you say anti-Semitism, it's towards people uh from that region that that spoke Hebrew and, and I forget what the other languages were. But anyway. Um so Nick did also get in trouble for that too saying that black people were basically the original Jewish people. And you hear that a lot from um <laughs> from the Moors. you know, people talk about the Moors and they talk about how, you know, black men are the original man you know what i'm saying and and so you you get a lot of that those guys on the corner in new york <laughs> oh, sitting there listening to them but they scare you but they, they wild though. like that white man made that shirt you got on see you don't know that you <laughs> was the original man you made that right i bet you ain't know that did you <laughs> like they <laughs> if you've ever been in new york you know what i'm talking about um ever been to uh, uptown <laughs> you ever been <laughs> anyway um So anyway, she she goes on to say that uh, then Nick's whole original Semite thing, uh, there's so much wrong with it. So the idea is that Jews stole black people's identity as the true people of Israel. That means that Jewish people are to be blamed for all the racism black people experience. You see, this is a lot in you see this a lot in Farrakhan's rhetoric taken to the extreme. You'd have the to exterminate racism. You'd have to exterminate Jewish people so black people can reclaim their spot as the chosen people. Uh, Farrakhan and other black supremacists use Jewish people as a boogeyman and scapegoat to push their own agenda and cult of personality. There can be no end to racism without an end to anti-Semitism. The us black people versus them Jewish people uh, like Nick Cannon used breaks down um, when you have someone like me, a black Jew. In fact, many anti-Semitic ideas of features are rooted in anti-blackness, and vice versa. Curly hair, big nose, etc. I'm not going to continue to read, but I thought that she gave some 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 good context, you know, as as to why what he said was was problematic as well. Um, y'all got any final thoughts on that before we move on?
3: No, I just it's just to oh. me it was unfortunate um, that he got fired so fast. That was that was. You know, and Breonna Taylor's murderers are still
4: living it up in
3: Florida and shit. Yeah, like you know, yeah, living it up. Um, so it's like it wasn't a conversation that could have been had. It wasn't, you know, especially after uh, you know, I think you know those other apologies came after he actually spoke with. I know some people reached out to him. I think he said he had some people of the Jewish community reach out to him. Some people that he, you know, that he know, um, and they sat down and talked with him and, um. I'm pretty sure they, you know, enlightened him on a lot of things, which, you know, probably spawned the other apologies. Um, but it wasn't as long as he's done business with them um, and helped contribute to MTV success. It's like it's, You know,
4: you can't make a mistake now. I think they missed an opportunity. And uh what I mean by that is this. Um so, how the sister just or you know the yeah she's a sister. the sister just broke down why what he said was problematic. they could have did like a forum or something, you know, with some rabbis and um, you know, maybe some some prominent Jewish you know columnists or yeah sit uh, down. you know, you know entertainers or whatever and 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 you know sat Nick down with them and and had dialogue, public dialogue. You know what I'm saying? Because that could have, you know, maybe explained a lot of things to to people that may be ignorant to why you know some of those comments are are anti-Semitic and you know um, unacceptable. Like there was an opportunity there that Viacom could have could have did. I think that had you, it could have been a teaching moment for a lot of people out there that might you know exactly
3: like okay, this is you know why this is an issue. Why we we can't say this? We love you, but you can't do this.
4: Yeah, because every time there's a Nick Cannon post on the Shade Room or any of these other sites, you know, you see a whole bunch of people, I still don't see what he, you know, what was wrong with what he said, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's because they don't, so you had a a teachable moment and it's time where everyone is trying to better understand, you know, uh, problematic behavior, you know, why something is offensive. What you can't do is is tell people of a marginalized group what they can be offended by. By. That's like Republican yeah. types or, you know, yeah. far right extremist types telling black people to just get over slavery. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you you can't tell LGBTQ people, you know, what to not be offended by. You can't say that to people. So this was an opportunity, a missed opportunity. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but you know, you look I look at it like this. This is cancel culture from people with power.
4: True. You True. know, it's basically just
2: hey, you, you messed up now you're
4: canceled and we got the power to cancel your ass yeah cancel culture man
3: <laughs>
4: which i'm beginning to like not rock
3: with that more and more and more
4: now yeah holding yeah. people accountable is one thing you know hey you fucked up here yeah yeah that's you know what i'm saying completely yeah yeah, yeah but, but you know just completely all out saying,
3: like come on now what are yeah. we teaching kids exactly that was my whole that's my whole you you see the
4: suicide rate the suicide numbers going up and i think a lot of it i mean there there aren't any actual studies on it but just you know for me it is someone who you know experienced some bullying at one point in time um you know because guys were jealous you know i was the new guy at school and the girls was looking at me and you know they felt the way so it was like all right we're gonna show him you know he's not so tough You know, uh, I was a military brat, so I'm the new guy. You know what I'm saying? Um, Every three years. (laughs) And when you, you know, tall and got light eyes, it doesn't really (laughs) endear you. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It just doesn't. Like you said. So as someone that has gone through it, man, like, you know, imagine these kids seeing people get canceled for being human and for making mistakes, you know, for being uninformed. You know, yeah. oh, you fucked up. Oh, you didn't know that. It don't matter that you didn't know that. You're canceled. Like, yeah. And I don't, you know, obviously,
3: I don't know Nick personally, but oh, I'm, you don't say. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Um, I mean, to me, from <laughs> from what I feel, I know of him, like this, this, this guy done not walk the straight and narrow for a long time in his career, so much to the point to where I mean, he embraced the corny stigma that people threw on him. Early on, you know, like oh, Nick Cannon, corny ass. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he he embraced that and and kept getting to it. So it's like he was, you know, if you want to just say it, he was the corny guy. And he and he, I mean, he's been, you know, pretty much not really in in the news like that for doing nothing, you know, wild and just off of he's one. He's been mistake. more
4: militant of late uh and of late, I mean, like and I think years, a lot of people have, you know with with yeah with, you know yeah this, he's the, he's the been more militant, so so this was you know with everything going on, you see a lot of, it's like, uh, like you people if, with you, platforms you to with a the battery in their yeah. back, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so they're they're doubling down on 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 ignorant shit and and this one he just kind of went far, you know what I'm saying, he kind of went too far, but anyway, moving on from that uh Terry Cruz. <laughs> No, nah, your man. boy. Hold on. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Jesus we need, to, Terry we need Cruz. to remove him from a <laughs> list of people that we can talk about. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Actually,
4: <laughs> let's stop giving him shine. Uh, Terry Crews cites Nick Cannon's racist, anti-white comments. I told you so. I'm not even gonna read the article. Your yeah, boy. See, he was talking about black serious? supremacy. Oh, jeez.
3: That boy out here. Well, he out here shucking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Fuck
2: Terry Crews. <laughs> this guy. Yeah. I, I feel. I, you know, he's he's moving to a Donald Trump category for me. You know, which is sad that you got to put a brother in the same category as Donald Trump. But him, Herman Cain. You know, they out there together.
3: He must. He must haven't had a conversation with Jason Whitlock yet.
4: Oh my God! They got him the fuck out of here. <laughs> he thought he was shucking and jiving real good too. He's got a new platform and he's still at it. So he just wrote an article uh, excoriating uh, Jamel Hill and Carrie and Champion and ESPN, and he's going every day. Man, come song. on, for every real, day, every day. Yep, every day he's going at this. No surprise so, there. Yeah, he's people got like a, him. A new platform. White men like him that wear shades and have buzz cuts <laughs> like him and wear New Balance. Hold on now, I like I like New Balance. So a, a Boston, <laughs> Boston, company. Don't, do, don't throw new, don't throw good New New Balance good name uh, in there. Now don't do that. But
2: <laughs> Why? Because they're from Boston.
4: Uh, no, because I wear you them know. and I like them. You know, <laughs> and they you fly. Know,
2: you, you've been. I'll tell you what, man. You've been brainwashed by the white man from the northeast. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of them you know, Hebrew Israelites on the corner in, uh, right, right, right. in New York. <laughs> I right,
1: exactly. said, You don't
3: even know what New Balance really means.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's because they bring bringing a new balance
4: to the board. Right, Think whole, about it. Look, look it up. All right, y'all get y'all a hotel ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah like ashy hotels. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, man. Um, <laughs> that's fuck, you know, man. Yeah, yeah, Whitlock is, is a cool and, and Cruz is, too. I'm with you, Jameson. We we don't have to. He's banned. He's banned he's from ca- the place. He's, he's canceled. canceled. <laughs> he's canceled.
2: <laughs> right. We canceled Terry Cruz. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, I don't know if we could can cancel Terry Cruz because we hate cancel culture, but.
3: Oh, hey. Fuck him. Yep. Yeah, I know what I said, but damn it, we canceling him. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: All
4: right. Um, prayers for uh. My baby, uh, Megan the Stallion. I was waiting on that. I was I was? <laughs> um, I think we touched on it briefly. If not, uh, she went to a gathering or a party or whatever at Kylie Jenner's place, and uh, the aftermath of that uh, ended with her getting shot in the foot, uh, allegedly uh, by Tory Lanez. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people was flaming Tory Lanes because on his. Uh, <laughs> Not his mugshot. What do you call it? The rap sheet when you get booked, his booking info. They they had him uh listed as five three. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's a little man energy. Wow But um wow. yeah. Yeah, he, he uh shot Meg, man, and got arrested and uh LA uh, P D is basically he he's the, the main suspect in, in an incident that took place in the car uh with them and actually both were put in handcuffs but uh he was sent to, to jail for that and As black Twitter does, there were a lot of jokes, of course, um, and uh, Meg caught wind of a lot of them and she actually tweeted out, um, hold on, this is the tweet, she said, black women are so unprotected and we hold so many things in to protect the feelings of others without considering our own. It might be funny to y'all on the internet and just another messy topic for you to talk about, but this is my real life and I'm real life hurt and traumatized. Uh, and she uh, posted that after Fifty Cent, <sighs> Fifty <laughs> posted a meme. Uh, it was yeah. that scene from uh, Boys in the Hood where Ricky I got shot. I so he had that. uh Tory Lane's head, head on the the shooter and uh, Meg's head on, on the Ricky. Uh, on, on Ricky. Yeah. Fifty, uh, yeah, Fifty. <laughs> yeah, 50. Uh, <laughs> you should have known. Yeah, Fifty wasn't gonna let that go. Yeah, so of course that turned into Black man don't protect black women. So anyway um speaking of protecting black women um i don't know if y'all saw um there was a long island mother she just bought a house on long island and um she's been getting uh terrorized by her uh, white racist uh neighbors uh let me play a clip
0: A sign on the door of this Valley Stream home tells the story of the woman inside living in fear. My SOS, if you will. And I said, look, this is what's happening to me here. If I'm dead in here, there's a baby inside. An SOS, says Jennifer McLegan, after three years of tensions between her and next door neighbors, who she says she's caught on camera throwing feces onto her lawn, spitting, leaving four dead squirrels in her yard. If I get a dead squirrel, that's a sign to me. That means you want me dead. Even wearing black face intimidating her with BB guns and threats.
6: He said that he can get me a raise. I've heard him say he got, he doesn't know I don't know who he knows. I can get eliminated.
0: The single mom and registered nurse admits when she first moved in, her property was not maintained. Pregnant and working full time, she let things go. But claims after spending thousands to clean up, the harassment has only escalated. A blowtorch, she says, taken to her home. BB shot through her backyard. I feel like I'm terrorized.
4: The sign on the so, um, is actually a, a group of uh, Crips. <laughs> Mm. that um you know after this story went viral um that have uh been sitting in her lawn uh, or outside of her house around the clock to uh protect her to make sure uh-huh. that um you know nothing happens to to her and let me uh read a statement from one of the leaders um Crip leaders. Yeah. Long Island, NY said we love our strong, beautiful black sister, Jennifer, who was constantly terrorized, harassed and threatened by her racist neighbors through series of words and actions because they felt she and her toddler were all alone. She's not pigs have done nothing, but we here and we want all the smoke. Um, she became lively and at ease. As I introduced myself and homies expressing my love and allegiance to her, as she should As long as a black man is around our queen's mother of civilization should always feel and be protected. A nation can rise no higher than its woman. So we not playing about them. Every black woman I see, I feel it could be my mother, sister, auntie, grandmother, or cousin. I'm willing to kill and die about them. We don't expect justice. We have just us. Wow. So they've actually, since this went viral weeks ago, they, they sit outside around the clock. Wow. Outside her house, making sure that uh, no racist neighbors, no nothing. like. And there's video of the police rolling up and talking to them, and they they not going nowhere. So shout out to those brothers. No, for <laughs> real.
3: Protecting well, this. For sister, real, yeah. T.O. don't condone gang I wonder where they're tipping
2: on. Uh- Coca Cola
3: and whiskey while they were out there uh, <laughs> holding down the spot. Shout out, uh, but to that's them. that's dope, man. Yeah, you know, uh, actually, ain't yeah. that what
4: gangs were originally yes the Crips uh, created to do yeah. was to combat pro- police brutality. So yeah, and, and from the games, yeah. uh, gangs came uh, the Black Panther Party and, and right. all that. Yeah, it was a uh, neighborhood protection essentially. Yeah. Essentially, yeah, yeah, that was uh, that's yeah.
3: dope as fuck right there.
4: Absolutely. So shout out to those brothers. They talk about don't, not protecting black women. You don't really hear those stories, <laughs> so nah, I just wanted one, to make sure won't. we yeah, we yeah. highlight it. Yeah, right. that one. Yeah, because
3: I didn't even know that. That that one won't get the the press. No, <laughs>
4: that it should at all. It won't. But they out there. Yeah, That's something positive. Story. That's I mean, something positive
3: that a gang is doing. Almost like ox. Right.
2: Yeah, but, but the thing is, is that you know we do it every day. Thanks. You know yeah. we're out here holding the door for for black women more than we would for others. We Making sure they get across the street, good. We picking up the tab on, on on lots of things. We, you know, we do a lot of things. Yeah,
3: just sometimes because we, we don't always think have you to try to trying to holler about it. Whatever.
4: Well, still yeah, do know, the right we, we thing. Still do the right it, thing. You know. Yeah. Yeah. We still, still we do still the right thing. Good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, you know, they always say if it does not apply you know, does not fly, let it. If it does not apply, let, let it fly. Fly. But we, you know. We're out here doing it, man. And that's the one thing I can say, man. I just wanna shout out you brothers, man. Um, you know, um, I love, man, how y'all love black women. I love how we all hold each other accountable. Um, and that's how it's supposed to be. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man. Uh we do the for work. Real. Yeah. For real. You know what I'm saying? We do the work. We love the yeah. women's. <laughs> and um, you know, that's why we we decided to do you glow girl to highlight women that's why we you know we do the to- toxic masculinity bell to hold ourselves accountable you know what i'm saying a lot of it's jokes but you know yeah. we're, we're out here doing the work yeah. yeah so shout out to to y'all brothers man and shout out to all the brothers that we know you know in our circles and in our families man that are are doing what they supposed to do you know what i'm saying because they yeah. don't get highlighted enough it's always the fuck shit you know what i'm saying so shout out to y'all man and shout out to uh, all the brothers man out there doing doing the right thing and protecting black women for sure for sure for sure
2: yep and uh you know we, you know there's always room for growth let's yep. just grow and get better and do better
4: facts that's it alright speaking of uh music and fuck shit like uh megan and tory and 50 cent um your boy august alcina released uh, his song entanglements <laughs> oh boy yeah, you knew <laughs> it was coming it you, oh yeah you knew you it was, knew it was coming pants, yeah you knew it was coming you knew it was coming um one of the lyrics said uh you just want a nigga that's gonna break your back girl you fucking with a youngin i be doing shit he lacks <laughs> man come on wow I actually have not listened to the song. I will not listen to the nope. song. No. Um, <laughs> so look,
2: I, I heard a few lyrics. I didn't listen to the whole thing because I thought it was trash. But uh, real talk, if Will, i was real, I'd smack that dude in the mouth. Yeah, we got
4: to square man. up.
3: We got to square like, up. You yeah, say some like, shit yeah, Come yeah, on now, Straight yeah, up. you being disrespectful. Like, right, straight bro. up. Yeah, yeah, I ain't saying nothing about you on the red yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I
4: was respectful now. You... <laughs> You know I be in the gym, man don't you? Stepping in the grown yeah. man. You seen me? I not a robot, yeah. didn't you? You seen me, didn't you? Uh-huh. Yeah, you seen me as the genie and shit, right? I was buff. Uh-huh. I whooped your ass you saw me in bad boys. <laughs> uh, yeah. at least that was <laughs> the and then it, and then, it, and, then
2: it, and then he get his meat lump. Didn't even want to go have a nervous breakdown and shit. No, yeah. yeah. You you asked for this ass whooping.
4: facts, facts.
2: Yeah, First, he, he asked him he asked me for it. And then you gonna come out with a song? Yeah. Oh, you talking be shit. You
4: fucking. About what I yeah, lack, I word I right, well, I don't lack these I, I, hands. How about that? Yeah, right. Exactly. Are <laughs> you, know, exactly. you you're talking
3: about you know my my, my kids got to see this mean, shit, nigga? Like, like exactly. What What are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? I'm here? I'm a man. Yeah, come oh, on man. now. Don't let the nice yeah, I'm a Zen
4: guru shit. Um, <laughs> yeah. You
3: know what I'm saying he's still from Philly, yo. It, it facts. You know, oh yeah.
4: West Philly, Philly at that. Born and, and raised, right, right.
2: <laughs> born and raised, right? <laughs> yeah, I think he's spent a lot of his days on the playground and shit.
1: Yeah, yeah. man. hear
2: you know that. I me correctly,
3: yeah. <laughs> and but that, that that makes you think the whole him doing all of this shit is part of the rollout. Mhm. It makes
2: niggas bullshit, right? Yeah. And unfortunately it was so bad they had to respond and now he's using the response. He's flipping the response and they're getting eyes. Man, that's the and clout and chasing one oh one.
4: Yep. Clout chasing one oh one. Yep. All right. Uh who's a- the who's the
2: first person to clout chase? Oh man. the two Tupac? I fuck your bitch.
4: Nah, nah, nah. That's been going on since the bridge is over mm. and uh <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. KRS One, mm-hmm. like yeah, hip hop mm-hmm. piece.
5: <sighs> how do y'all feel about Rick Ross in that though? How do y'all? I mean, how do y'all feel about Rick Ross being featured on
4: that? Well, it was a smart business move by Ross because it, this was spawned from a, a live that Ross was doing. He was saying basically the homie should have came out with a song called Entanglements. He should have basically monetized it, and I imagine it after Rick. Posted that live, he that, saw it. Yeah, August reached out to him, well, and Rick was like, that, "Shit, I'm a businessman. Yeah, let's get it." August saw it and yeah. showed August. Yeah, everybody's mm-hmm. talking about it at the time. Shit, nigga, that's an easy check for me. Bet everybody is monetized. And, and, and we know
2: Rick Ross like the profit off of other people's pain.
3: <laughs>
4: oh no,
2: Rick Ross.
4: Oh shit, we're not going there. There's no Rick Ross slander either right yeah either, uh, either is, <laughs> uh, yeah we ain't doing that with Ross man we ain't the only thing that i was going to do
3: the
5: only thing i was going to do is that he was on that that, that wade Wade. Song, and that he on this song, oh so my god, that was
3: some, trash. He makes a quick one. I haven't listened to oh them, none yeah. of the AB shit too.
4: Oh my god, that was trash. Oh, oh, you know A-B? I, I ain't listening. I ain't
3: listening to that shit. And my partner tried to send me that.
4: I was like, nope, I'm not looking uh, at that. Nah, I can't give you that. I'm not giving it. Right, B- speaking like, of yeah. uh, music and trash, man, um mm, I hate to
3: do it. Harry think
4: they never actually freed the slaves. Jesus had the slaves go work for other white men. So Kanye West had his uh, presidential rally in South Carolina uh this weekend and um he said a lot of wild shit per use Uh but that was probably the wildest um yeah. of, of 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 all and uh speaking of Slander not being tolerated, no Harriet Tubman slander will ever be tolerated. Ever. Ever. Whatsoever. Ever. 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 So, um and what he's saying, I mean, since we're given historical context, <laughs> is actually not one hundred percent off base. Uh what he's talking about is the the slaves that Harriet freed in Canada. Uh they didn't just go there and just, you know, have land and have, you know. But they they were actually freed from bondage they went there and worked for white people you know as he said but they were you know they were free you know what I'm saying And that was a choice we they, they had the, the the yeah exactly yeah. they got you know compensated for their labor as opposed to you know being slaves and, and being beaten so um Kanye just does not he, yeah communicate well <laughs> when he's uh in one of his up. his zones um <laughs> Uh but yeah so he he obviously caught a a lot of heat deservedly so uh for those statements cuz he
3: generalized it you know it was like he said he didn't even care to add any kind of
4: context to that well he admittedly doesn't read <laughs> so um friends and family are allegedly concerned and have been for weeks um you know, TMZ reports that uh, friends and family of Kanye West are concerned about him following his rally in South Carolina. Uh, sources close to Kanye spoke to TMZ and alleged that Kanye is in need of professional help. And they believe he may be in the middle of a bipolar episode. The sources also claim that Ye's business relationship may also be taking a hit following his remarks. Um, I know for for one gap, uh, their their shares fell like 6% after <laughs> His uh, his rant. Remember, they went up when he when he got signed on, mm-hmm. uh, with their deal. But um, yeah, they, their shares went down six percent after that. That wasn't the only thing he did, though. Uh, he had a series of erratic tweets. Um, yeah, after the fact, so he posted a screenshot of him uh texting his mother in law, Chris Jenner. He said, "This yay, you ready to talk now, or you still avoiding my calls?" Then he went on to tweet. Chris and Kim call me now. Anna Winter always showed me love, but when I told her I was going to Gap, she looked at me like I was crazy. Dan called back kissing my ass. Shia, Shia LaBeouf, was deposed, I think that was supposed to be supposed, to do the first Yeezy Gap shoot, and he never showed up. Next tweet. If I get locked up like Mandela, y'all will know why.
2: Next tweet. (laughs) Mandela.
4: Kim tried to bring a doctor to lock me up with a doctor. Next tweet. Shia's cap. (laughs) (laughs) Next tweet. On God. (laughs) (laughs) Next tweet. Drake. Hmm. With the hmm emoji. Um, I put my life on my God that North's mom would never photograph her doing Playboy. And that's on God. I'm at the ranch. Come and get me. I put my life on the line for my children. Oh, that was a yeah. That North's mother would never sell her sex rape. I think that was supposed to be sex tape. tape. Yeah. Ooh. So that's a shot at Chris Jenner. Uh, everybody knows the movie Get Out is about me. Chris, don't play with me. You and that comb, yay, are not allowed around my children. Y'all tried to lock me up. So yeah, friends and family are concerned <laughs> after those, uh, those tweets, um, there's actually a doctor, um, that, um, had something to say about that. And, and I actually thought that her comments were actually very poignant. Um, she says, uh, and this is Dr. Imani, um, she says, Kanye is very ill. This is mania. I understand how frustrating this can be, but this is truly what bipolar disorder can look like it's sad that he has no insight currently to get better i hope he does find help soon just to put this in perspective remember when he shaved his head at the mtv awards and dis taylor swift look at his head today and he has 2020 written slash shaved in his head and for the record i'm a kanye fan a delusion is defined as a firm fixed false belief remember the three f's when it comes to delusions delusions of grandiosity is a symptom of mania like we are seeing here. It doesn't quite make sense to have a campaign rally so late in 2020, right? Don't try to argue with someone who's delusional. You're wasting your time and theirs. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, And lastly, she said, uh, what I tweeted last night was my medical opinion. Kanye publicly shared a diagnosis that he received, assumably, from another medical professional the fact that people didn't accept this diagnosis is proof that the diagnosis is still rooted in stigma um yeah man uh prayers to that brother uh he's clearly going through some shit man um well matter of fact you know i have one more thing here so this uh woman here his name is candace dillard apparently she's a real housewife of potomac or whatever but this is what she had to say about the kardashians
6: Okay, I'm going to say this one good time. I'm not going to tweet it because it'll be taken out of context. I don't want to deal with all that. The Kardashians don't give a fuck about Kanye West. They could give zero about Kanye West, the man, the person, the black man, the black person. They could give zero and if that was never clear to any of you before, let this circus that is currently running amok be the exact example that you need to see that. I'm a firm believer in everyone finding their love and finding their partner. And I've I've tried to never subscribe to the idea that this family is um, pimping and using black men for their advancement. I've always tried to to see the good and to see, you know, everyone is attracted to who they're, who they're attracted to. And, you know, I, I'm clearly married to a whole ass white man. But this mm. incident, this chain of events, I cannot ignore what everyone has been saying, what everyone has always said about all of them. All of those women who just conveniently happen to end up with black men. Because if my husband, black, white, purple, Chinese, whatever, was out in the public eye having a manic episode because that is what this is, having mental breakdowns because that is what is happening and making a complete mockery of our political system.
4: I thought she made some good points. Yeah, she did. Uh, gentlemen, your thoughts. Y'all got anything? Yeah. <laughs> anything? It,
5: it's, hard, it's hard to argue with that. I mean, I, yeah. it, you know, a lot of people have been, you know, been saying that, like, this is beyond, like, making fun of Kanye West because he's wearing a hat and hanging with Trump or or some of the shit he's saying. This, this right here, this, which I think one thing, saying saying the crazy stuff at the rally, um, but you know you add the tweets on there as well. You, you, you tell he's typing frantically because it's a lot of typos. He's misspelling, he's misspelling how to spell his mother-in-law's name. You know, you know, sex rape when talking. You know, you can tell like it does feel manic, and it, and it, and it screams like. Jesus, you just want to hug them. You want to, you want to help him. You, this is, this is, this ain't fun. This ain't with the jokes anymore. Like, I can't, I can't joke on Kanye anymore. This, I, it's
3: sad. you know, and,
5: and a lot of times, yeah. A lot, yeah, a lot of times when 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 you're dealing with geniuses and and Kanye's a musical genius. Um, when you are dealing with geniuses like that, that break from reality, um, it's it, it's very thin lines. And in, in he's way he past that line, and it, it, it is, it's time for help. Uh, but it's it's sad that you can't really give help until you're ready to receive help, and that's where yeah. we are with Kanye. Yeah. So that's the sad thing about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, some family that positions themselves for wealth, right? You know, we all know that there's. And, and it happens even in a, in a position where it's not the Kardashians. Women, men—they align themselves with other people. What they can get out of it, you know. Mary and Kanye continues the legacy and come up that is the Kardashians. Period. You know, and it's more fodder for their TV show. It makes them stay in in, in, in the uh, in the public eye. If it ends badly she then has a victim card to play and she can pay that card ad nauseum. And yeah. So, you know, it's a win, win, no matter what for the Kardashians, you know, and she's gonna get a bag if they ever, if they ever get divorced uh, or when they do, it, it's, it seems inevitable. And so it's true. We always say, where are Kanye's friends? We may be bringing it up in this segment, uh, a segment that's upcoming, but he's got some friends. I just don't think he's listening. He might need some medication to go with that friendship.
4: Yeah, I don't think he has anybody around him like in his current immediate circle um, that can check him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think he's probably insulated with a lot of yes men. Um, I was listening to uh, Van Lathan. Uh, his podcast today, him and Rachel uh, Higher Learning and they had GLC on and if you know uh, Kanye, you know GLC was his partner, you know, that he came up with uh, that he's known since 15 and GLC was like, yo, I'm on my way to Wyoming now, you know what I'm saying, he was like last time when he had a manic episode uh, you know, I was there and you know, he got rid of all the MAGA hats, he gave them to me, he was like, I have them all Uh, but yeah, like he's like, I'm going to be with my friend um, and I saw that Dave Chappelle actually uh, went up uh, to to Wyoming as well to to be with with him as well. So I think a lot of the brothers that love Kanye man, are trying to rally around him because it really seems like he's out here with no one, yo. It really seems, you know, and, and like the sister said uh, on the the clip I played there, man. It's and and I've heard from other sisters. They're like, if my husband was out there wilding like that. You know, I would I would be on the first thing smoking and, you know, uh, Rachel on the same podcast that I referred to with Van uh, says she went to Kim Kardashian's Instagram just to see, you know, what I'm saying if she had said anything or what she was doing. She was like, she's sitting up taking selfies, uh, you know, wow. and, and doing that mm-hmm. while this nigga out here wilding, you know what I'm saying? Wow. So, Um. yeah. Yeah. So. Jeez. That man ain't got nobody uh around him, man, to to keep him. I hope everybody you know rallies around him. It's, it's you know all of the the powerful people, the people that yeah have um you know maybe some sway with him, man. Because yeah, it's yeah because uh,
3: what we're seeing is um someone who's I mean right in the middle of a a, a breakdown, and um that don't always turn out well for a lot of people man and um like you said i hope he really have like some influences that can actually talk him into getting help uh because he's not gonna i think in the past i mean i think he's admitted to not really subscribing to medication he's one of those that don't like how the 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 drugs that they give, you know, they're almost like a downer. They just come, you you know, and uh, I think he don't like being that way because it, it, he said it messed with his creativity. Um, but he actually really needs, uh, to me, and I told somebody this the other day, I think it's, this all started, man, when, when that guy mom passed away. And I don't think he got the, the room necessary room. counseling that he should have then and i'm i'm I, and i always look at that from experience because i felt like i should have gotten more counseling than i did i started then i stopped for someone that has a close relationship with their mother like i had and and i'm pretty sure like just from you know watching kanye and 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 him and his interaction with his mother i know they had a close relationship that can fuck you up man too, especially if you're not mm-hmm. talking with someone um regularly like um, and he had way more going on in his life than I did. And it, and it will f- fuck you up. And he had a lot of responsibilities that I didn't have, but I, I know what that can feel like. And I don't think he got the proper treatment then, man. And it just, it just don't reach the boiling point, man. Um, but I really hope, you know, he can, somebody can talk him into getting some treatment. Uh, cause this is kind of hard. hard to watch.
5: I, I want to chime in on something that that, that you said because it, it made me think about it. It's Like the the medicine, you know, you know, because a lot of people can just sit there and say, you know, he he need to take his meds. But speaking from somebody who has was being on, on and off of antidepressants and on and off of mm. anti anxiety medicine, yeah, you know, um, I, I, I'm 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 feeling what you're saying as far as. You have that traumatic experience, and, and it's not so easy to take it, especially when you're creative type. Because, yeah. because there, there's been times where where I can take that that, that, that medicine, and I don't, you know, certain medicines. Because I have to try a lot of a lot of different ones, a lot of different doses to get the to get the right result. But if you just start taking medicine, and you you got a high pressure job where you have to create, you have to design shoes, you have to make music, people are looking for you for, for this. And, yep. and that dosage ain't right when you first start out and you just feel like it, it, it feels like a, the equivalent of having um taking a picture and hanging a thumbtack on the wall and, and the rest of the picture just kind of just hanging there that's what the man felt like for me so, it, so i couldn't be as creative as i could be and yeah. and i'm and i that's me saying this you know writing a blog and doing a podcast not even on the same demand as a, a, a genius such as Kanye West, so I can see how how medicine ain't just easily the answer. Like that that takes that takes you shutting down completely, probably about a year or so, maybe even longer. Like right? make sure you get your your doses right, make sure that you just consistent living and you're not having the episodes before you even start thinking about mildly getting that creative. And that's not that the big demand. You got to rev up for that. And and, and and if we look really at that this whole time since his mom died, like you said, which I, I agree with you, I think that's 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 the catalyst for all of this.
3: Yeah, I think so. He
5: never slowed down enough. He never slowed down. He never, down, never slowed man. down enough. Yeah. And so and so you, you can throw medicine in it and you like, whatever, I'm I you know what? It's missing about creativity, fuck that medicine. And you go back to doing what you do and you're good for a little while, and then when the medicine wears off, you fucked up again. So I get
3: that. I, I can understand that. Yeah. I mean, before the college dropout, during the college yeah, dropout, so, nobody was talking about Kanye having episodes like this. You know, we always thought, right. that, you yeah, know, we always so laughed I think, at the I, way he expressed himself and, you know, the energy behind the passion of him talking about music and him, you know, being creative and all of that. But we we never saw this Kanye. And um. So I
2: think. Yeah. I think you guys are, are, are hitting, the, hitting the nail on the head, right? Um, because, you know, there was a, a shift in his personality, right? A shift in the way, in, in his reality,
1: yeah, and way it, yeah. reality, and the way he
2: approached reality and the things that he saw. And we've all experienced it, right? And it's like we're riding a wave. Yep. You know, and, and like you said, Jared, when it comes to medication, you know, it's, it is like riding a wave. Like You try something and if the dosage is off, you're super low. You know, you take some off and you go super high and you go out there. Um, But the thing is, is that you have to ride the wave in order to know what cocktail or what combinations of medicines really work for you. And if you're not on the meds and you get off the meds, then you're going way left or way up and weighed down in the wave, And that's what we're experiencing. We're seeing it live. Uh, You know, people always say it's Mm -hmm. better when it's live and we're seeing it happen and unfold in front of our eyes. And though I've never been on the meds, you know, my dad has Parkinson's and one of the side effects of Parkinson's are the symptoms of schizophrenia. And so what they do is they give you schizophrenia meds. And so that balance of the cocktail is, you know, how can he have these meds and not be in a stupor and be alive and his brain be active and him be able to connect? And, and you know, all those different things play a factor. But yep. it's still as simple as get on your meds and get your meds right. It's going to take some time.
1: Yeah. You know, you may yeah. have to work yeah. on your
2: diet. You yeah. may have to stay away from alcohol. You may have to do this. You may have to exercise. You know, there's lots of things that affect your brain chemistry, uh, not just the meds, and holistically, you have to have somebody in your corner to help lead you, guide you, move with you through these scenarios, because my dad, every day, thinks people that takes care care of him are out to get him. You know, at some point, he thinks they're plotting on him. They're doing something to him. They're giving him too many meds to keep his legs from moving, and you know, all these different things, it is a game that you have to overcome. Yeah. And it's very challenging to do that without having a conversation of, with a voice of reason that you trust and you love. And if you're on an island by yourself, like Kanye may be, you know, you may not have that voice, like you guys said.
3: Yeah, my wife has a cousin that deal with that. Um, and when she's like off of Medica, not taking a medication, she have those episodes, like you said, where she think, people around the house uh, like out to get her like she hear voices and um she you know she would tell me that all the time man she was like it's, it's no joke um and not to compare this to Kanye's situation but for the medication thing like I've seen this firsthand with my son because he, coming up he dealt with um ADHD uh, as a kid and you know he's 19 now he's actually the older he's gotten He's gotten a lot better to the point to where now I don't he don't even really take the medicine anymore. I think he's able to deal with it um, now. But I mean, a span when he was like you know six, seven, eight, nine, ten, like like he had to had to have it. I mean, and it was a night and day transformation. Like when he took the medicine, and I'm saying that because. Mm-hmm when you're creative, like you said, you always, you gotta be upbeat, you gotta be, you know, you're trying to make music, you gotta be, you know, in in the mix or whatever, and he would, um, when he wouldn't take his medicine, I mean, he would be, you know, sometimes bouncing around and, you know, in, in in the house playing or doing whatever, but then as soon as he take the medicine it's almost like, you can hear a pin drop, like, you go in the room, he's sitting in the room, like, just sitting on the bed watching TV, and not saying a word you know whatever it is. I mean, it's it's crazy. So just imagine you being a creative, and you have to take medicine that do you like that. Um, so I think it's a combination of actually, you know, him talking with some someone, you know, regularly, probably that mixed with medication, maybe you know that can help him. But like you said, like the chick said, like he don't have nobody right now. You know that's mm-hmm. man, that's fucked up. She man. Taking selfies. Come on, what the fuck? Yeah,
2: yeah. Well, you know, I and I looked. I went ahead and looked at her page because I don't follow any of the Kardashians, but it looks like the last selfie she took was five days ago. So, or or posted was five days ago. So, you know, I, I don't know, man. It's
3: she could have deleted.
2: I I, I don't. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to say that. By any means, I think that these are altruistic people, you know. And, and I think folks, they don't even know. You only sometimes I think people are so devious and evil and plotting and planning that they don't even know who they are, right? Uh, especially when you're caught up in that type of world. So, you know, who knows what their intentions are? You know, outside of what who she is and what she does and what her family does, I just hope the man gets help. You know, and I, and I hope he, 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 he moves away from this 2020 presidential race. So,
4: yeah, man. Let's pray for the brother, man. Like you said, um, yep. yeah, definitely. This ain't the time to, um,
3: to make jokes. Um, like the doctor said, I'm a Kanye fan, man.
4: Yeah, this ain't the time for jokes, man. This yeah, brother needs help. He needs he help. Need help. Mm-hmm. So, um, Prayers for that brother. Uh, prayers for his family. You know, prayers for his well-being. Man, he has influence. Uh, a lot of people are huge fans. I'm a huge fan. Um, you know, I just hope he gets he gets well, man. That's all. Uh, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm done with him and blah blah blah, and it's just like, man, bro, he, he clearly has a problem. Yeah, clearly. clearly. Like, mm-hmm. So prayers for him. Uh, and of course he's selling something, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he's dropping a new album this Friday, uh, entitled "Donda." So you knew that was coming. He always do wild shit yeah. before uh, a rollout. That's why a lot of people and
2: maybe I'm gonna say it may be that Jared Dam is right. Maybe he gets off his meds, we so can create. Yeah, and this is just a continuation of that.
1: I
3: don't believe that.
2: You know, it's like he was off his meds for creating for six months ago. Putting this together, and this is the culmination of him, you know, going off off the Richter.
4: Yeah. Uh, I actually can see that, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, Donda comes out this Friday. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, lastly, man, before we get out of here, I just wanted to um, talk about this story, man, out of uh, Oakland County, Michigan. Uh, it's a story of a young lady named Grace. Grace is a 15 year old high school student. In Oakland County, Michigan, she attends Grove High School and has an individualized education plan. Grace is currently being held in a juvenile detention center for not completing her homework. In Grace's case, Judge Mary Ellen Brennan used zero tolerance. Uh, Grace has been held in a facility away from her mom for over 60 days amidst a global pandemic. Um. So I just wanted to highlight that, man, and bring some uh, some light to her story. Um, you can follow the hashtag FreeGrace on social media. You can also sign up petitions. They have one at change.org, um, one at uh, the Advancement Project, and uh, one at GoSociify. So uh, sign the petitions, man, to get her out of this juvenile detention center. Uh, no one should be jailed, essentially, for Failing to do their fucking homework, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, crazy. Um So, fifteen years old. So yeah, man. Just follow the hashtag #FreeGrace uh, and, like I said, I, I gave uh, a couple links, man. If you want to sign a petition uh, to get her out of there, man, that's that's disgusting. It's sad. We even got to do that. It's yeah, disgusting. <sighs> well, all right, folks. Good show, gents. Good show. Good. Um. You could have been anywhere else in the world, but you were here, fucking with your boys, and we appreciate that. Until next time, stay blessed, stay vexed. It is the vexed intellects. Get vexed.
1: Peace. Ow.